I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fired up, ready to go. It is Follow the Money. Welcome into the program today. Mitch Moss, looky here. Look who I found today. (laughs) Paul Howard back on the program. It's good to see you, buddy. Missed you. How are you? Missed you. Great to see you. Glad to be back. I appreciate all the support. Let's do this. we got a lot to talk about. A lot's happened here in the last couple of days. Yep. Uh, okay, so coming up on today's program, we have Michael Lombardi, NFL with him in about an hour. Certainly we're going to get into the Carson Wentz news with him, and we'll do that in about five minutes right here as well to start the show. Kenny White, college football, some NFL with him in a couple of hours, and VSIN contributor, handicapper Will Hill on today's show. But, you know, we are a gambling network, so we're coming in now fresh off of a big upset over in Tokyo, Paulie, the Olympic Games, as and we're on all over Canada. Hello uh, across that great country. Canada defeated USA today in women's uh, soccer by a score of 1-0. It was late uh, due to a penalty. And here at Circus Sports, I'm looking at the numbers before, right around plus 440 on mm. Canada just to advance that was on a three-way. To advance, they were 3-1. to one. Yeah, well, no punch. I mean, again, they couldn't score. The offense has been had all their issues. You got a backup keeper in there. Not that's going to matter on a PK, but I thought it was a chicken call. I mean, come on. We're playing to go to the finals here. You're right. And right. they make that call? The gal doesn't even see her coming up behind her. She tries to kick the ball and then misses and then kicks the gal on the leg, and then there's the PK, and that's all she wrote. 1-0, but goodbye. I mean, a tough way to go out. No question. But again, I mean, it was like last night with USA and Mexico. I mean, I don't, they could have been playing 120 minutes. I don't know if they were going to score. I know it, right? No and, punch. And, and so it, it's so difficult to tell what's going to be a penalty and what's not going to qualify as a penalty. Mm. There was, and one of the Mexican players last night came up. He was going for the ball, right? Yeah. He he gave, I mean, his leg is like six feet in the air. He comes across like the cleats, hit the, hit the head on the back. Of the U.S. player, nothing, yeah. nothing to see here. Go, go, let's keep going, keep marching on. Oh, okay, that's not a penalty. Oh, what the hell is going on? But that is a huge upset. And Team USA, quite frankly, I mean, they did not play well. the The match against the Netherlands was live on TV when we were on the show on Friday, and uh, they had a chance to lose that game. Although they scored like three goals that were uh, called back because of the VAR, the VAR, and uh, they were offsides. Mm-hmm. The to, to start it off when they got beat three 0 against uh, Sweden right away, going back like two weeks now. Just a, a poor tournament overall for the United States women, and now they're bounced, and now the Canadians advance to the 
the, the, the gold medal match, and they'll take mm-hmm. on the winner of Sweden, Australia, which is underway as we speak. And in this one to advance, Sweden, obviously a very good uh, outfit, minus 365, the Aussies 3-1 to one in the take back. Yeah, well, good for Canada, but again, I don't want it decided that way. I mean, I don't want controversy. Of course not, ever. Uh, right, right. But, you know, last night, th- by the way, 370 to get in price. To get in allegiance. Oh, I I noticed. Yeah, three seventy yeah. is your get in price. Yep. Oh my God! And all Mexico fans. I but mean, it was we, like ninety ten. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So, but I thought uh, we were we. I'll use the, the, that term. Much the best. I mean, especially in the second half. Well, you, you yeah. live here. You're a citizen. <laughs> So I think right. You do the we right. Sure. I, think, we, I, think, right. I think we can use yeah. we during yeah. the Olympics, and that's pretty that, much it. I don't know how Ariola misses the. I don't know how he well, put that God. away. What was that? Finish there. That's uh-huh. terrible in the mm-hmm. first half, right? But I thought they were great in the second half and plenty of chances, and then they they get one in the 118th minute. Yeah. Uh, side note for those of you maybe planning a trip to Las Vegas to go to Allegiant Stadium and watch a game this yeah. year against the Raiders, if you live in Denver or KC, wherever, right? Um, they're getting the kinks wrinkled out right now because evidently it was a nightmare getting into that spot again last night. Same thing I heard for the Garth Brooks concert. I don't know. I wasn't at either event, but according yeah. to like some of the pictures that I saw and some of the people that were there, they're just like some people had to turn around. They had tickets to the game last night, couldn't even get close to the stadium. Like screw it, we're going to go back home. That's not good. No. So plan accordingly. Obviously, if you're no. coming out here during the football season or for any event, but yeah, that was. Um, that was a big showing, and of course, Mexico, uh, they were the favorites before the match. Rightfully, uh, rightfully so, they should have been favored. Mm-hmm. But um, USA gets it done there in the Gold Cup, but not in the women's team over in uh, Tokyo. Under was easy uh, yeah. in, in both of them. The other thing, I know you're big into this, too, but watch it. The three, the three-on-three basketball is great. That's amazing. The ping pong's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're better than Forrest Gump, how they're going back and forth and how crazy that is. Have you seen the mixed doubles? Oh! I, it's, uh, how do you possibly do that? Yeah. It's going, the ball's going 1,000 miles an hour, and you got to get out of each other's way to hit it next and that kind of thing. The coordination on that is insane. And then I watch golf and Matsuyama. Yeah. You know, he missed three absolutely makeable putts down the stretch, and there, you know, that ticket goes up in flames. Thanks, pal. Yep. I, can't, I can't bet yep. on Matsuyama or Shoffley, and I didn't have Shoffley this time around. <laughs> yeah. And of course, he wins it, but it's, it's a nightmare. He took like five yeah. years off my life on Saturday yeah. night. It wasn't worth it. So, anyway. Uh, Welcome into the program. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard here on a Monday. We're live in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort and Casino. All right, let's get into some uh, NFL and the news that we got with Carson Wentz over the weekend. Um, injured, banged up already. Uh, the ankle, no good for him. And then we found out that uh, Ian Rappaport, I think, was the first one to tweet this out yesterday anyway with NFL Network. So Wentz plans to try and rest and rehab the foot for a couple of days mm-hmm. rather than going to surgery immediately. If it all goes well, week one is in play. If it doesn't improve, the answer at that point is probably going to be surgery. And I noticed a lot of former players, media people responding to this tweet saying, why is he waiting to get surgery? Because what happens is almost every single time with this injury, for people who don't get the surgery, they wait and wait and wait. They do the rehab. It doesn't generally work. Uh-huh. They have to get the surgery. And at that point, when they decide to actually go for the surgery, then it's a couple of weeks late into the whole process, and then your, your timeline is pushed back even more. Yeah. Well, he's injury-prone. Uh, bad luck for the Colts. This will be the, assuming he's going to miss some time, this will be the six different quarterbacks since August of 2019. Mm. He had a terrible year last year. And now, how does... Let, let, let's assume he's going to miss a lot of time. And I know it just went, this is like the Rodgers shenanigans. It just went from, is he going to retire? I'm coming back. What's it, okay, I'm, going to pa- I'm a Packer. And then with the Colts and, and Wentz, it's out indefinitely, and now he's going to try to give it a go. But if he can't go, how does Tennessee not win this division? Eason? Come on. I With Brissett in Miami, and now maybe uh, you get Foles, you try to make a move. There was some interesting stuff on social media about some respected people, about uh, go with Minshew. Minshew go, go make a move for Minshew? Yeah, Minshew's better, could win more games than Wentz anyways. What they, what they are. It was an interesting discussion. But would you trade? With, that's, would, that's a great discussion. Would you trade within a division and do that? I mean... But I, I'm, not, I'm not saying this is going to be Curtis Painter. But with Eason or Ellinger, or you try to acquire somebody... I mean, how are they going to win five? Well, games? here's the thing. They're a really good team yeah. outside of the quarterback position. And I, I wasn't really that high on Wentz anyway to begin the season. And you can make a case for the Titans, certainly. Hell, I thought, look, I mean, you could say this about a lot of NFL teams. It, it can go one way or the other for Jacksonville. I, I, Murray, uh-huh. I'm sorry, um, 
Urban Meyer and you know Trevor Lawrence could be the real deal. Lawrence could be anyway. He could be Andrew Luck. Everybody's saying he's the best prospect since Andrew Luck. Well, when Luck was the quarterback in his first year, they won, what, like 11 games, made the playoffs? Maybe Lawrence is kind of like that guy where they could actually you know stun at people and at plus 825 right now here at Circa anyway be worth a bet. But... They could also win three games, and I wouldn't be surprised because Meyer could be mm. a disaster yeah. in his first you know, year or two, whatever. Um, and we know the Texans are going to be absolutely terrible. So the team, again, around the quarterback spot in Indy, I think, is rather good. You're right. I mean, if you told me right now that they had a chance to make a deal from Gordon, uh, for Gardner Minshew, I would make that in a heartbeat. Would you want Foles? He's third string. I'd, I'd rather have Minshew. So would I, but you have to do something. You're not going to punt on the season. I think if you're you're punting on the season if you go with Eason. Yeah, I, I don't think Eason's going to be very good. Here's the unknown, though. What about Sam Elliger? Is there any chance where he could come into the lineup? He's he's 190 to one to win Rookie of the Year right here at Circa. 190. Is it worth pizza money? I, I can't see that. I I mean it's no. tough. It's tough to get there. We're better it, off going with a veteran trying to. Find I would somebody. think so too. Yes. And, and, and wire someone. I would rather go and get somebody than go to war with Jacob Eason right now. Yes. You know, yeah, you'd yes. have to. But this, so, would so, Jacksonville do that, though? Would Jacksonville I, trade I, Minshew? I know, that's... Why not? If Lawrence is your guy... I would. If they I, make, I mean, if it's gonna, a good if enough deal. Make you, yes, if they're going to make you a good offer. Sure. The other thing, too, with Circa, it's nine and a half. The total. I mean, he's going to miss time. Mm-hmm. As you, I mean, you made you run it, you ran it down. Other people say this will not end well. And how many games is he going to miss? Uh-huh. To win the South right now, the Titans are plus 105, Colts yes. plus 130. Like I said, Jags in that plus 815 range. And I'm looking at, well, alternate win totals here at Circa. The Colts, oh, you want over 10.5? Take a shot, go contrarian. Over 10.5 is plus 235. 9.5 is their regular win total. Now that's over plus 120. Or, Paul, if you think if they would have to go with Eason, it's not going to work out well. Under 8.5 is plus 140 here. Going to go 8 and 9, 7 and 10. Frank Reich, how much trust do you have in him at this point? Well, he's a good coach, but it was supposed to be the guy to come in and save the day with with Wentz. It was supposed to work out. He gets COVID. He's out. The OC's coming in. Brady's calling the shots now Uh Uh, while while Reich gets back. Not to mention, not for nothing, Kelly's hurt. The center. I mean, it's just what they're dealing with already. But you look at Tennessee and the talent they have, if you're going with, if you don't have Wentz for much of the season, I mean, you you can't win the division? With his other motley crew teams you have at the bottom there? Mm-hmm. I mean, nuts. Well, but again, it, and then it's also interesting to see how the, and I was watching Derek and the guys last week, but you see how the books are uh, juggling what you're doing with this. Sure. So last week, it was, and I, that didn't make any sense either. Why a respected better would call up places and say, hey, I, I have some intel. Rogers is going to retire. Yeah, the whole story was weird. Yeah, it is weird. Why mm-hmm. would you do that? And by the That's way, like rooting for the house of blackjack. That's like sitting there and saying, hey, by the way, the guy at third base is counting cards. No, you know what that is? That's, <laughs> that, that's playing with the house at a craps table. On a, on a, ha- on a hot craps table, you're going yeah. the opposite of everybody else. You're playing Weird. with the house. You're missing yeah. no fun. Yeah, yeah. So this guy apparently had a good track record. So they're like, okay, take it. some places take it off the board, right? He's been right before. Rogers is going to retire. Mm-hmm. And then they work. Who knows? Maybe he was right, but they work it out. And then here it's some places keep it up. Circa's got the nine and a half. And then William Hill and other places, they take everything down to win the division, win total. And of course, I mean, he's going to be, he's supposed to be out indefinitely, the report sure, on Friday. Sure. So, yeah. The thing, so, you like the Titans, obviously, the way it sounds. You must be concerned, though, still going into the you know, training camp about the defense because it is not good. Oh, it's horrible. Right. And it's, and it's probably going to be like almost in that same range where it was last year. Pretty damn bad. Well, it, it, okay. So, this, the, the big talking point has been Dallas. You gave up all. You gave up twenty nine points per game last year. It can't be any worse. Now you have Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. Well, with Tennessee, can I mean, yeah, you, you can only get better, right? It, it, so if it improves even slightly, right, you would think that with that offense in that division, how many bad teams there are, they should be able to at least tread water, win right. eight, nine, okay. ten games, and then be in the mix to win the division. Okay. Yes. Well, well, to your point, it's fine. E- even I have a lousy defense. I, I can't. I can't slow down Eason, or or Lawrence. I mean, look, look who's in my division. Uh-huh. Yeah, look it's, at the, it's, look it's at the quarterbacks in that division. Yeah. Oh, and two new head coaches, by the way. I mean, there's a chance yeah. where Houston, if Tyrod Taylor doesn't cut it this year or if he gets hurt, right, what's the backup plan right now? Davis Mills is going to be the guy as a rookie quarterback, potentially? So you're looking at if Mills would get the starting job or if something happens to Tyrod Taylor, you're looking at Mills, Eason, and then Trevor Lawrence as your three opposing quarterbacks in that division. 
if you're Tennessee. And you got a proven guy now in Ryan Tannehill. Uh, teams, you know, at, at this point, Derrick Henry, you can just pencil him in. You know, as long as he stays healthy, he's going to go nuts again this year. Probably 15, mm-hmm. 1,600 yards minimum. And then to get, you know, Julio to play opposite of uh, A.J. Brown isn't fair. If Julio doesn't have any problems with, like, the toe this year, I mean, my God. Yeah, you would expect this team to have one of the best offenses in the, in the entire league. Yeah, well, I like all the news early on, though. I love this. I thought, you know, we'll talk to Lombardi coming up. I thought that Rogers press conference was dynamite. Oh, man. I that wish... was 32 minutes of gold. Yeah. I didn't want to shut it off. Uh-huh. And that was that reminded me of Allen Boston. He comes in. Rogers had no, no notes. notes. He rattled off like 12 veterans. That's a thing. Jordy Nelson, he would have taken less. Woodson, get up 70%. Micah Clay Matthews. Last year, our second best wide receiver. They cut him. They didn't run it by me. You might run it by me. Yep. He's given a four minute answer. Ah, and yes. he, he looked at Tom Pelissero, <laughs> yeah, I believe, and yeah. he goes, You know what? I respect the question. Good question. And he goes, yeah. Basically, Boom. buckle in, because here comes four minutes of, of pure scorched uh-huh. earth for you. And uh-huh. I got it all right up in here, huh? Yeah. It's all been eating at me for the last 10 years. And so. You must be livid. Who, me? Well, just how, cause, oh, uh, this, this, how they ran the York. Because then yeah. he goes, Listen, will you talk to me? Will you run stuff by me? And can you get Cobb? Okay, done. And, and that's, and that's the one up. guy that he's wanted. That's right. And they yeah. go and make it now. Yeah. Go and make it happen. Well, what, what he said basically last week is what I've been telling people for the last, what, seven, eight years? Yeah. Okay? Oh, did he have ammo? Of course incredible. he did. It was incredible, though, how huh? prepared he was. Sure. Just rattling stuff off. Uh, as I said on Friday, too, too smart for that front office. Oh, yeah. Rogers. And, and some people would oh, say yeah. he's too smart for his own britches. Whatever. Yeah. Say whatever you want. He's probably too smart for the city of Green Bay. Um, but certainly for that front office to have a quarterback like that, I mean, and... and that, that's the same guy who didn't talk to his family for like 15 years who hasn't picked up the phone. You want to screw around with him now? We're going to call his bluff. Really? Okay, good luck with that one. But I don't do that either. I don't think that's out of... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you hate your sister. What's the time? Yeah. 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 You get, well, the uncle, right? You have a nice uncle? Uncle, The, the original Uncle Buck. Yes, Un- before the original the Uncle Buck. Really? Before the movie. Okay. Absolutely with John Candy. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, the sister's adopted. It's half. I mean, does it, does it really okay. count? So you hate your half-sister go, yeah. is what you say. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're both adopted. Come on. Yeah. It's you a know, good story. You know how it it's, a, it's a good story that you got. The background here. The family. Yeah, it's really solid. I like it. It's very good. Um, okay, so other than that, I mean, that was the biggest news in the NFL. Can you believe the story in the NHL with the Vander Kane? That we're actually to this point now. And, mm-hmm. and this was, you know, this was the biggest fear of leagues across the country forever and why they didn't want to legalize sports betting is you, you don't want to have a player or a coach or somebody involved on a team betting on their sports, betting on their own games that they play and that kind of thing. And here you have, look, I mean, there's a lot to talk about with the story. A lot of it's going to be, you know, is going to be speculation. But uh, here's the headline in the New York Post. Evander Kane's pregnant wife says NHL star tanked games for gambling profit. That'll get you. That's a hook. That's going to get your attention. So she called him out on Instagram, said, oh, by the way, you know, he's been, you know, tanking games on purpose. He's got massive problems. Might want to talk to this guy. I would say, and the NHL had sent out a statement, with all of the stuff, you need to be very careful. I mean, yes, this guy has a history of coming to Las Vegas. He was gambling. He owed, he owed a ton of money to a casino for taking out like a marker. He was down, I think, what, $500,000. Uh-huh. Uh, that was during, by the way, uh, a playoff series here against the Golden Knights um, in the playoffs. But then you have his ex-wife, now soon-to-be ex-wife, whatever it is, come out and say all of this stuff about him. Does she realize how heavy the accusations are when she says something like this? I don't think she did. If in case it's not true? Right, because this is, yeah, that's it. If this is, yeah, it's ball game for him. Oh, he's done. Oh, absolutely. It's finito, yeah. Yes, right. And I hope it's not true. I, I can't imagine, uh, uh, you know, he, uh, he came out with a strong statement. And cap, never, never, never. He said his wife is mentally unwell. He's still, he signed a $50 million contract. There's still... Some time left on that. Thing. What is it like? Four years? There's still, yeah, I think in there's that still four years left on that deal. That's well, a lot of money. Thing. This is like Shoeless Joe Jackson, though. If you haven't seen the movie, it's a great movie. Eight Men Out about the Black Sox scandal. Great cast. And in the 1919 World Series, Shoeless Joe Jackson had the best batting average, the most hits. Threw a guy out at the plate, didn't make an error. I believe he hit the only home run in the series. And he said, "Well, you, you, you fix, you're out, you're done." Well, Kane had a great year. Uh-huh. That's the thing. He was minus one for the season. He led the team in points, goals, and assists. He had 22 goals, 49 points. So you see what I'm getting at Of here. course, like, right. It doesn't, it doesn't add up. If he's betting against the Sharks, sure. they had a bad year, but still he had a good year. 
Yeah, because if, is it possible for him to have a good year, bet on his team to be bad, bet against him, bet on his games, and yet the team's miserable? I, or how many times, did, right, did he do it? And then to, something you said earlier about the whole bookie thing. Like, how, does, how, how many outs does he have? Right, where is he getting down at? Yeah. This is not going to happen at a Las Vegas casino. Yeah, you can come here and gamble. You can play craps and blackjack, whatever. But if Kane goes up to a sports book, that's going to raise red flags immediately. Right? I, I mean, and how much money oh, was he actually getting right. down? Well, that's another thing. Right. Sure. That's what, I mean, that's another thing, too. Was it? Oh, he's got guys betting. For, I don't know what the hell's going on. He's got oh, guys yeah, betting sure. for him. How many outs here? But then, then right. again, it wasn't that long ago. We, got, we have Charles Barkley putting $100,000 on himself at the Tao tournament. I mean, See, that, that I'm okay with. That I'm fine well, that, with. Yeah, that's a good discussion. We, yeah, that Boxers can do it. UFC fighters can do it. They right. have done it. They have. And Bernard they Hopkins it. did it a couple times. Mm-hmm. We had that guy in the UFC this summer. Who put his paycheck yeah, on it? Yes, twenty-five thousand dollars. Yeah, he like, lost, and he lost it. Yeah, and he said, "I, I think was, Lennox I'm, Lewis did." I think Lennox Lewis did it in a big fight. Years Oliver ago. McCall, the guy who broke down in the ring one time. Okay. Remember, he was crying, and they thought he was, you know, on, yeah. on the pipe again. He actually had he put his check like a hundred thousand dollars one time on him. He's like, "Screw it, I'm, I'm going to beat this guy." Hundred thousand dollars needed the money. Well, the Barkley thing was strange because it's a Mickey Mouse tournament where it's like uh, to finish top seventy, which he could have grabbed sixteen to one on himself, and he took plus four fifty. Right at the end, but who's to say they're not, you know, gather around a campfire? They're playing blackjack, having some cocktails, and he says, "Hey guys, you missed the cut or or fake a back injury." I don't know. It could be a couple million. Well, but it. at that point, he's gambling on himself to actually play well. Yeah, well, but that, Barkley but to finish I'm top t- seventy. Yeah, I'm saying, but for top seventy, though, yeah. these other guys just say, "All right, that's it. I'm going home. Uh-huh. You know, help me out. Wink, wink. Whatever." I'm I just, I, I don't. Like would she like? Let, let's pretend for a second that Kane did not get involved with betting on games. Where would she have the idea to send that out there? Yeah, on Instagram. That's a, there's your good Where point. would she come up with that at? Yeah. Has she known for a long time? Well, I got the, the terminology. The terminology. Yes, exactly never, right. Yeah. Like if he, is he, ever, is he telling her? If he ever does this to me, I'm telling you what. I'm fully loaded. I got pocket aces right now. I'm coming at him full blow, full bore. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell yeah, the to, league that he you know fix but, games. It, but to your point earlier, you still have to support the kid. You got a family. You got to. You got to raise a child together. Yeah, it's over. The ball game now. Well, it's an it's a scorned ex lover. The way it looks, all bets are off at that point. She was taking shots at him. Everything. What you see the one where, where when there should be a hint when the teammates get you the blackjack for dummies. Oh book? yeah, yeah. Was it Allen from the that Hangover? You're so bad. Yeah. Yeah, that I forgot this about is, that one in yeah, the Instagram yeah, I, story. The, 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 I don't want you don't want to give tinfoil hat guy any ammunition. That's the other thing. Well, oh, I told yeah. you so. Yeah, no, no, you don't. Out, you don't. You, get, you it, really it, don't. God forbid if it's true, then tinfoil hat guy's got ammunition. Well, I mean, and once the league, and I'm I'm sure they're digging already into this thing, and they're investigating, if they come up with something that this did happen, you're right, what you said, he's never going to play hockey ever again. He's done. He's blackballed at that point. He's, he's That career's over with. And this is, you know, the ex, evidently, or soon-to-be ex, who did this to him. And yeah. like that's going to mean that four years in the contract. Yeah. And what he signed, you said fifty million dollars overall for the contract. Okay, that's a lot of seven money. years, forty nine million. Yeah, it's a big that, chunk that, of change. I mean, it's fascinating. It's a sad story, but it's also fascinating because he had a great year. Yeah, he had one of his best seasons. Good year on a really bad team. Yeah. Mm. Up next, updated future numbers in Major League Baseball post trade deadline day. And if you need a plug, trade for a Chicago Cub. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Live today, as always, from the OddsTrader.com studio here at Circa Resort and Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. Live in-game odds and stats. You can also compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses at OddsTrader.com. So, uh, yeah, if you need a, a spark plug, right, or a spark in your offense in Major League Baseball, just trade for a, a Chicago Cub. Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, and Anthony Rizzo, Pauly, all homered in their new team's debut. Bryant did it yesterday, for those who missed it, with the Giants. Yep. And then Rizzo was hot, two, two home runs in his first two games with the Yankees. It's the first trio in the modern era. Each homer in their debut with a different team after playing on the same team earlier that season, according to Stats by Stats. I hope it works out for the Cubs. I'm not a uh, hardcore Mr. Prospect guy, but apparently they did a good job in what they got in return for Kimbrell. He's having a great year. With Rizzo, and may- maybe the same thing happens. Remember when the Cubs traded for Chapman, won the World Series, and the Yankees got him back? Sure. Maybe the Cubs just go back and get Rizzo, too. But it worked the last time they did this. Well, let's rebuild and knock it down, try to build it back up, huh? and they won the World Series. So we'll see if this works out for the Cubs here and see how, what this, these prospects uh, look like. And, and, uh, but that, that's, uh, you're right. But that's just crazy that you go home run, home run, home run for these guys. Sure. If you could go back to when the Cubs won the World Series in 2016 – in, in the following days after that, if I would have said, Paul, I want to bet you that this team's going to trade Baez, Rizzo, and Bryant all by the end of 2021, what oh, would you say to me? Say, yeah, drug test. I, I would say, absolutely. I, no would say I will get every single penny to my name. Yes. I'm going to call every person I know, and I'll uh-huh. make as big a bet as you would want. That's mm-hmm. not going to happen. Right. And right. all three are gone. Right. And what happened Friday was great. Oh, my God. This thing is wide open. And I know that what the Dodgers, I don't know what the Padres are doing. 
I mean, you, you have the Rosenthal report where the Padres are going to get Scherzer. I make them the favorite if they get him. Now I think they're demoralized. You have there, put, it, put it this way. Put it this way, Paul. There are huge numbers out there available on the Padres to miss the playoffs right now. To miss the playoffs. They think they're getting Scherzer. Yeah. At least that's the reports. No. Not only that, they stick it to you. And he goes to the Dodgers, and they get Turner. 0 for 2. Then Tatis gets hurt. And oh, by the way, you lose back-to-back games. You get drilled at home. by a te- It's August, folks. You got drilled at home by a team that had 11 road wins mm-hmm. back-to-back games before you won yesterday. Exactly right. I would watch the Padres and from they, here on out. They needed to get a guy like Scherzer because, oh, by the way, I think uh, I heard Wes talk about this on VEASAN yesterday. When... when the starter got, I think it was a Musgrove, got like into the seventh. Only the 47th time this year a starter has gone more than five innings for the Padres. Mamma mia. So they have a great bullpen, but they are at some point they are going to break, right? Like it's going to, and they added a guy, you know, during the, during the deadline as well. But this would have been the perfect team for Scherzer to go to. And then, oh, by the way, if you make the wild card team uh, game, that means you can throw Scherzer and you probably don't have to face him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. William Hill, they blow four Almost four million if the Giants win the World Series. Three point seven. Three point seven. They were eighty five to one to win the National yeah. League West. Of course, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, people were saying the Dodgers could win hundred and ten games, maybe a little bit and more the, than the, that. And the Padres were the second best team in baseball. Mm-hmm. Right? And then the uh, to me, the American League's wide open. Oh, well, there's no question. Seattle's number two in ROI. They're a great story. Now watch them today though. I mean that that's tough how you lose back to back games like that mm-hmm. with the walk off. But the White Sox Tampa does it every year. Red Sox, great story with the Red Sox. The come from behind wins. The starting pitching's been great. Yeah, swept though by the Rays. Yeah, no, yeah, right. That stings a little bit. Are the Yankees dead? Can they make a move? Watch out for Toronto. Oh, that's a team that I have a bet on. That's another one too I would look out for. If you can find team to win the wild card in either league, uh-huh. I would look to see what kind of a price you could find uh, for the Blue Jays. Made a uh, move for Brios, who was really good yesterday. Mm-hmm. We're going to get Robbie Ray today. He's the probable pitcher. Mm-hmm. He's now slowly turning into one of the American League favorites to win the Cy Young. And that, um, uh, obviously, in the AL, in that league, obviously, is what I'm trying to say. But that team with that offense, top to bottom, and now you add another starter like that, sure, they can go on a run. I mean, these, you're exactly right. I'm looking at these numbers. The National League, for example, um, let's see here. The Mets are now up to 625 because of the uncertainty there. Mm hmm. And they added Baez, but who the hell knows about DeGrom at this uh, point? The Mets are leaking oil, but the rest of the division stinks. Sure, and nobody can catch fire or, you know, really make yeah. up that much ground against the Mets, although it's been there for their taking now for like three months. And uh, Dodgers are down to plus 150, but the Brewers are now third overall. Um, behind the Giants at 430, the Brewers are 455, mm-hmm. and the Padres were bumped up to plus 625 to win the National League after they came down to like 4-1, to one, and they shot right back up after the Scherzer thing fell through. Darvish had nothing in that start. No, he did not. Out. Disappointing. Go for it. You're right there. You made all those great moves, right? Yep. You get Darvish, you get Snell, and then Scherzer's right there. Yep. Great line from Ken Rosenthal. Scherzer, Turner, Kimbrell, Bryant, Joey Gallo, and nine players who ter- uh, participated in the 2021 All-Star game got traded. That group did not include Baez, Barrios, or Marte. Insane. More baseball coming up next here on Follow the Money. Exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options. BetRiver Sportsbook, the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown book. Valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Play Sugarhouse.com in Jersey. Must be 21. The other thing, too, you know, fan graphs last week gave the Giants only an 18% chance to win the division. Mm. 18%. And they said this isn't good for your, your Padres scenario. They still play them. Padres, Giants will have 10 left, I believe, head to head. Is that right? 10? I think so they're onto something. 85 to 1 to win that division to start the year. You said William Hill dumps like $4 million $4 in that million, neighborhood. Yeah. They took two out of three against Houston it was this the, weekend. Sorry, it was the perfect huh? storm. You were getting, okay, 100 to 1, 80 to 1, I'll take a shot. But, but then some. Then you start 
some you know, sharps and professionals said, well, I'm, I'm, I'm buying this team. The pitching's great. I'm a believer, too. This is, this is what Golden State did to the NBA. And then the year that they had all those injuries, and you had like great numbers, and the Bucks at 101, the Raptors at yeah. a great number, yeah. which eventually cashed. But because the Warriors' power rating was so high, you could find unbelievable numbers in other teams. And that's what happened with the Dodgers because of the... They have four MVP winners on their, in their lineup and eight Cy Young Awards. <laughs> Scherzer, Kershaw, Bauer, you know, whatever. I mean, it's, it's not fair. So how about this uh, for, for a trend? Uh, Ralph Michaels, spectacular on uh, overall numbers in sports. He tweeted this out yesterday. The White Sox are now 17-0 at home off of a home loss, and they're winning on average by 3.35 runs per game. They did it again. So when they lose at home, the next day so far this year, 17-0. That's incredible. That really is, man. Should have won Saturday. Down 12-8, made it 12-11. Had guys on first and second, one out in the double play. But that's, that's right. Right, that is incredible. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that I have Fernando Tatis on multiple tickets at 200 to one to win the NL MVP. I have Jacob Degrom at 25 to one to win the National League MVP. I'm going to lose all the, all that. Both tickets are going to be no good. Time to tear him up already. Two months to go. Double bad beat. Degrom likely out till September, and who knows what happens with Tatis here. Who are you going to give it to? I mean, if Degrom's out till September, can he can he still win it? I don't think so. No, I, I don't think he's going to have enough innings pitched. Late August. Comes back? I mean, if he comes back mid, it depends on what time of late August. I mean, if and then I would say he's got to come back in August. He's got to be brilliant, and the Mets have to win mm-hmm. the division at this point. So it's still possible for him to win the award, but he's up against it now with this injury, obviously. In terms of the NL MVP, which is Trey Turner or Muncie going to win? Now, Muncie was a great, uh, he had a great case. Humans and I did this probably a month and a half ago. He led the league in war at that time. He was 150 to 1 to win the MVP. I took a flyer on him. Now he's down to plus 550. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but Turner, the other Turner, by the way, is having a great year for the Dodgers, and nobody talks about him. So I don't. do you go with somebody from the Giants? Would you look at Posey? Would you look at Crawford, who's been quietly like just putting together a sensational season? It's wild, man. Totally up in the air. I'll give you another one. Who oh, wins? Like, yeah, NL Cy Young. AL Cy Young. Who wins the well, AL Cy Young? I got to go with Mike Palm. I go Lance Lynn. I thought he was on to something with Lance Lynn. I think he's probably going to be the guy. Cole's had too many bad starts. Keep Cole, I wipe, wipe, totally put a line through right now. Okay. Um, watch out for Manea from the A's. His odds have quite, they've been dropping, and he is putting together one hell of a season. He's like down to 30 to 1. I have nothing on him. So, but this American League, Rodon's been bad lately. Mm-hmm. I need a big start from Robbie Ray. I have Robbie Ray at incredible numbers to win the Cy Young. I have Bassett at 200 to 1. How much will the spider tack hurt Cole too? Oh, that's what—that's a major factor. That was a, a tough press conference. That was the antithesis of uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that was tough to watch. Yeah. Rodgers, I wanted more, but I think people once that happened, yeah. and he came out with that press conference, I think people filed that away like, ah, no, he's not going to win the Cy Young. Like people who vote are going to have that in the back of their minds, you know. So uh, as for today's card, I mentioned Robbie Ray. He's like 40 to 1 now, 30 to 1 mm-hmm. in some spots to win it. They're laying 268 against this bad Indians outfit. And I'm seeing Morgan go now for the Indians today. But the Rays are 268 here in this game. Man, that's a huge number. Uh, the Orioles take on the Yankees. Oh boy, Lopez. This guy's batting practice. Well, this game, I think we're gonna we're gonna see some runs, right? Yeah. Haney is uh 14 and 3 to the over. And you know the Yankees will get some runs against the Orioles, too. So I, I would I would think this would, would go over and get over the nine and a half. Let, let me give you some numbers yeah. here on Lopez. He's two and twelve so far this year. Yeah. Two and twelve. They keep trotting him out there. Come on. It's the fifth day, pal. Go again. Six point one nine ERA in three games against the Yankees so far this year. His ERA is eight four four. The whip is almost two. The FIP hovers around six. You get it. All these numbers are god awful. But you know, it's the thing is. Like, trying to predict a lot of runs from the Yankees is difficult. I did that last week, I think, when they took on Waka, and they got nothing off the guy, essentially. Yeah. And I will say this. It has been a wild season, and a lot of weird stuff has happened. And it's wide open and all the stuff that just happened with the trade deadline. But th- there's some bad teams. But what's going Texas had that long losing streak. But look at this. Arizona's down 33 units. They had an 8-48 and 48 stretch. Lost 33 of 36 on the road. Huh? Arizona, 13 road wins. Texas, 13 road wins. Colorado, 13. It's August! Mm-hmm. 
Colorado just won two games in San Diego. They had 11 road wins. Well, going I, into the last. this I, is crazy. Arizona's actually been hot on the road. Well, yeah. Because they were stuck with like six or seven right, for a yeah, while. Yeah, but you lose to lose 28 to 29 on the road, and it's impossible. Yeah, go and back. they did it. They were above 500 when Mad Bump threw the no-no in Atlanta in that doubleheader. Then they went like 8 and 48. Right, yes. Go back and look at Texas, <laughs> their schedule. They have lost 11 in a row on the road by the run line. How bad is that? How tough is that to do? You can't you can't even lose games by one run. You're losing every yep. game anyway, and it's two runs or more every single time. Oh my God. Yeah. These teams, we we mocked Baltimore like last year, the you know, the year 2019, 2018, they were so bad. And uh some other teams like the what the the Tigers, I think, in twenty nineteen were awful. These teams are right there sure. with them. Sure. It, yeah, and we'll get do it uh, more later in the show, but the Giants seem cheap tonight. They're nine and one against Arizona. Now the game, the game's in Arizona, but still, they've owned them. Just like Milwaukee, Milwaukee has destroyed Pittsburgh. Yeah, they beat them nine to ten. Look at the scores. They club them. Yeah, score a lot of runs, beat them upside the head. But that's, I mean, they've taken, you know, the overnight money here at Circa moved the Brewers from two two dollars to minus two fifteen. And as you said, what dollar sixty right now on the Giants? I've wow. seen a little bit higher than that at some spots. So yeah, six of the last seven, they beat them six of the last seven. Nine nothing seven three twelve zero seven two seven two eleven two. That's Milwaukee against Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, I think that team is going to be very difficult to beat in the playoffs. How are they not with their one two three? Peralta, he might be a guy who could actually be live in the National League Cy Young with two months to go. Uh, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard here on a Monday morning. Up next, we'll hit some NFL, including a mailbag. Uh, answers from a prominent media member. He has a strong opinion when Trey Lance will be the 49er starting quarterback. Details on that coming up next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Sign up today for the DraftKings Sportsbook. Get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app, sign up using the promo code VSIN, and get started with the only top-rated sports book that matters, DraftKings. You can bet on it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, the number is 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, it's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. So we do get the Hall of Fame game coming up this week. Can't wait. Um, awesome to have NFL and football back, and you can smell it, baby. We're in August. It's right around the corner now. Um, I want to run some of this stuff by you, Paulie, and uh, the audience, obviously. Uh, Albert Breer covers the NFL for Sports Illustrated. He answered a bunch of questions in a mailbag uh, yesterday. He was asked from a reader, uh, Trey Lance starts week blank. Albert Breer's answer, week one, of 2022. Mm. And he has the 49ers going 12 and 5. He thinks it's going to set up quite well for this team to have a very successful 2021. And he thinks Garoppolo is going to play really well this year. The DraftKings app, Trey Lance, to take San Francisco 49ers first snap, first snap of the regular season. The no is minus $5. Good prop. Mm. Very good DraftKings. Yes. Can't wait to talk to Lombardi about this either. Uh, because what you said, what Belichick said, Cam's the starter, but it could change depending on what happens in camp. And then what sure. do you do with the, some of these first-round picks and how soon do you play them and what happens in Chicago and in right. New England? And, and evidently, according, yeah. you're going to hear this a lot, though. Like, per reports, like quarterback X is having a great preseason or a great camp. Like, per some of the reports, Trey Lance has looked sensational. But I'm with Breer. Mm-hmm. I think this team, I mean, with all the injuries from last year, uh, I know it's a very tough division, but they, they really don't have a weakness. And I love Kyle Shanahan. Maybe, maybe like the secondary might be a small weakness for the team, but overall they are loaded. And, you know, if Garoppolo struggles, you know, the writing is going to be on the wall that they can go to Lance. But I still have a little bit of faith in him to go out there and have a solid season. Yeah. So then now you have Peter King, who was covering the Rams, and he's at camp. Yeah. And he's like, he's covered the league forever. He goes, How strange is this? that you have a quarterback in his early 30s who's never won a playoff game, and he's being called the savior. Mm-hmm. And that's Stafford, mm-hmm. which it's all it's all glowing reports so far. It's like they weren't awful. Goff took them to a Super Bowl. That's right. I mean, that's is, right. I isn't know. this something? It's like, oh, the guy, I know it ended. It didn't go well at the end. But he takes you to a Super Bowl. You kick him out. Bad contract. And then you have a guy who's never won a big game in his life, and he's seen as the savior? Yeah, right. And okay. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing all of this, you know, Matthew, may, here's the thing. Stafford does have Sean McVay here now as his head coach. And I think mm. that's going to be the biggest thing, like, in his corner, right? Because the Detroit organization hasn't exactly been, you know, uh, they haven't exactly had their A game in the last 10, 20 years, maybe my lifetime, right? They've screwed up everything. Mm. Now McVay obviously can help him out. That's a big deal, obviously. But you're right. I mean, do I like Jared Goff? His contract, certainly, no, I do not. But is he, is he possibly as bad as what people say he is? I don't think he is. Like, I still think that the guy, the guy can play in the NFL. 
in 2019 is two years ago. He was great that year when mm -hmm. he went to the Super Bowl. You mentioned a Hall of Fame game, and I can't wait because you, everything going on with the Cowboys, uh, what's the defense going to look like, all the weapons, Dak coming back. But the other thing, and I can't, I can't wait to see the Steelers. I think the most important person, other than Roethlisberger, is Canada, the new OC. And I'm going to believe Ben. Ben's saying all the right things about it's not even close. It's a completely different offense. You'll be so surprised, and he's going to be motion, and what Canada's going to do. And then, can they run the ball? Will, will, will they try to run the ball, and right. can they can run they, the ball? Can they actually when they need to? And we disagreed on this. I know when we went back to the draft, I didn't have a problem taking Harris. I, you know, he didn't like it. But he goes, you're saying, hey, you can't block anybody anyways, the offensive line. But they didn't try to run the ball last year. Mm -hmm. And it was just a tale of two seasons. You're 11-0. Tomlin's going to win coach of the year. Could they go undefeated? And the wheels come off. And But, again, they were 8-0 when Ben didn't throw an interception. But it was just a van vanilla offense. I was Every play was a five-yard slant. Right, right. It's vomit-inducing. Right. So, obviously, we, know, we all know this, right? He has plenty of weapons. The wide receivers yeah. are very good. They're some of the best in football. I mean, I love Claypool. How do you not? Uh, people are absolutely super high on Najee Harris. The offensive line would be the weakest link. And I said this, again, like they, they just added Melvin Ingram to the defense. Like that guy was sitting out there for anybody to come and say, hey, are you, you're still available, right? You haven't signed anywhere? Well, how about this for a contract? That guy, I mean, it, didn't, it never really worked out where it should have with Bosa working on the other side with the Chargers. I, for the Steelers to have the ability to actually still sign him in the offseason to add to that defense, and I know they lost a couple of guys, I thought it was a terrific signing for that team, mm -hmm. this late in the season anyway. But uh, another question here, Breer's mailbag. Uh, which teams are already preparing to make a run at Aaron Rodgers next year? He points out, uh, well, first of all, the Packers still have an opportunity to resign him. People, You can't forget about that. Um, Number one team he brought up was the Broncos, right? That seems yep. like Captain Obvious here. Uh, the Raiders, Carr's going to be in a contract year in 2022. He also threw out the Dolphins, the Panthers, the Patriots, and he put Belichick turned 70 next year is a likely no, but he still put him on the list. And he said that you could absolutely make a case for Washington, which is some team that I could definitely be on board with going after Aaron Rodgers. I would agree with Denver. I don't know about I don't know about Miami and some of the other teams on that list. Mm. I would say Denver though. That makes sense. What do you think about Watson at this point? <laughs> I don't know. What? I don't know what's going to happen. Guessing guessing the end game there oh, is uh, difficult, you know, mission impossible. I know. Yeah. It's like Lombardi tweeted. How, then how do you trade for him? You, you got the unknown coming. You don't know how this is going to play out. Right. And they want all these guys, you want all these picks. It's going to be several. I mean, the report was last week. It's what, five, it's three, five picks and, and, well, the, and the, good players. The, the report was eventually three first-round picks. Not two, three, and then other picks and then proven players, yeah. too. That's a high asking price for a guy that you don't know, yeah. you know anything about his future. And uh, one more question here. Any trends that we should look forward to this season with style of play? Albert, uh, Albert Breer answered, teams shifting from shotgun to quarterbacks going under center. Baltimore is going to use Lamar Jackson under center more. He was in shotgun for 96% of his snaps last year. And uh, he wrote, could this happen more across the board? He thinks it could. So just teams going back to a little bit more under, under center rather than uh, shotgun styles uh, for next year. What was uh, Peter King saying about the Broncos? Same thing? Yeah, with Rodgers, yeah. A possible destination in the future if it uh, doesn't work out in Green Bay. And that could happen. Okay. Yeah. Which quarterback yeah. on the team is more likely for the Broncos to say at the end of the year, we, we don't have to do anything here. We have our guy. Like, we're comfortable with Teddy Bridgewater. We can re-sign him, or Drew Locke would actually impress this year. Teddy's won games. I could see that. He has. I, I think, think Teddy more than Locke, yes. Yeah. I just I think Teddy with him, like, their ceiling is eight, nine wins. In that range, the way it feels. I'll tell you, things have changed here. You know, you go back two, three months, and think, uh oh, and it still could happen. But the AFC's wide open. Well, now you got the bickering in Buffalo, mm -hmm. which they're fighting on Instagram with Beasley and everybody. Uh, it doesn't look good. Rogers and stays in Green Bay, so no Denver, no Raiders, right? We'll see what Pittsburgh looks like. Mm -hmm. I don't know about Baltimore. The Wentz injury. The Went right. The Wentz injury. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Seems I'm, like I'm, it's set up. It's just right there for Mahomes for the next ten years. Well, I, I love the fact that we get what Browns Chiefs Week One this year. I that just is great. I, I mean Cleveland's overall roster, top to bottom. I mean it's it's absolutely superb. I mean they again teams. How many weaknesses do they really have? 
And you have to love what you saw last year with Stefanski. They finally figured it out. Got a guy who's actually a capable head coach. And, you know, this team can, I think, win, you know, in that 12, 12 range, right around that number, 11, 12, possibly if, you know, things go well, 13 maybe for the Browns. They might be the biggest challenger for the Chiefs in the AFC. Could be right. But both conferences, right. though, right? I mean, behind yeah. Tampa Bay, if, if Brady slips, and I'll believe it when I see it, but if he slips at all, that, that's not wide open. What are the Saints going to look like? Boy, is Peyton livid. I don't blame him. I mean, what Thomas with pulled the Thomas the, stuff. He pulled the Scotty Pippen here. I didn't want to bleep up my summer. That's I mean, re- that's re- that's ridiculous, He's man. Like, why didn't you get the surgery? I know. Like, oh my God! Now out again uh, indefinitely. Huh? Going to miss several weeks, evidently. But I'm looking right now. Winston to take the uh, the first snap minus one forty. You never know how this is going to play uh-huh. out at this point anyway, because they could run some stupid gadget play with Taysom Hill anyway. But doesn't for the team to have the best chance to succeed this year, don't they have to play Winston? Can you go out there with Taysom Hill as a gimmicky kind of guy? In that division, you're facing Brady twice. You know what I'm saying? The defense lost yeah. several guys. And by the way, here's another rookie yeah. we haven't even talked about uh, on the show yet. Running it down with Lance when he's going to go. And you brought up some other guys in case they look really good. Well, isn't there a, a, a decent chance where Justin Fields goes out this year in camps really? pre- preseason? Yes. He, he blows everybody away and they're yes. like, wait a second. We, we were going to go with Andy Dalton as our, as our quarterback. We can't do that anymore. That's one where I could see him, uh, the, the rookie, playing right away. Uh-huh. Right, yes. He's 3-1. It'll, it'll be Cam in New England. I agree with, with Breer on Lance. It's going to take a while. What is it? 3-1 to one for Fields to start. Take the first snap. Okay. It just, what are their playoff chances with Andy Dalton? I guess we'll find out, right, starting you know, this week and beyond with Fields. But I just, I don't know. If he's the real deal, I think it's pretty much a no-brainer that you'd have to the, the, the whole talk about waiting a while to put him in. It's the, the red rifle? The other thing, you this bet, late in the game? You better have a strong locker room and uh, be together as a t- at least if you can handle some adversity too right out yep. of the gates. You got Rivera pleading with people. He's ticked off. Zimmer's lost his mind already. Yeah. Zimmer's already losing it. Between Dennison and what's going on with the quarterbacks. Right. I mean, <laughs> eh. Well, can you blame Rivera, by the way? No. Going what he went through yep. last year? I mean... He's getting treatments for cancer at halftime of games. So he can't be around any of this kind of stuff. I can't believe the Bills thing. Right I, there on Twitter. On social but, media. Uh, yeah, fighting over yeah, Back and forth. That, you know, that's, that could be a thing if they... Because their schedule sets up too, by the way, for that team to win a zillion games. But that could be a thing if, if Allen regresses at all and they're struggling and they lose some games where you didn't see it coming. It's like, yeah, we should have saw that, right? Should have noticed that back in, um, in August. Late July, they are debating and going back and forth on social media. Michael Lombardi on the program next. Uh, What does he think about Lance not starting until next year? Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.